Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? I don't know if maybe we were supposed to be like go today or uh, if we're supposed to be here or not, but all the uh, computer things were messed up so we couldn't uh, play. Christine, is your mic working? Hi, check, check. I'm on. Steve. Meow. All right. I'm a cat. You are a cat, buddy. <laughs> all right. We are back from our uh, our little week off there, a week and change. It was uh, quite wonderful for all of us, and we'll definitely talk more about that in a sec, but uh Little Miss Alicia mm-hmm. is going on a road trip today to uh, go look at. So Alicia used to own a horse back in the day named Latina. Then Alicia fell down and go boom. I'm sorry. Alicia, she got bucked she off. She got bucked yes. off mm-hmm. and went boom. Mm-hmm. Then Latina went bye-bye. Mm-hmm. So uh, because Latina wasn't the right horse for Alicia and someone should have told her that, but that's neither here nor there. So Alicia and her new trainer are going on an adventure today to look at another horse. And I'm like, well, maybe Alicia's awake and... I know the new trainer is, and she's a member of the Click of Six. I'm thinking, what could I do to subconsciously get them to not maybe purchase a horse today? <laughs> I yeah. see what you're doing yeah. here. Like, you know what? Who needs a horse when you got a cowboy? I got the hat. I got the boots. They're dusty. I could clean them <laughs> off for you, girl. Don't worry about it. Johnny's like, dang issues already. Texted in, member of the Click of Six. Yeah, Johnny. Kind of happens, doesn't it? Kind of happens. So, Christine, did you even leave? Oh, you did. You went to Detroit at the beginning of your vacation. I did. I spent a week in Detroit. I saw... A week? Yeah. I spent a lot of time with family and friends. It was really nice. Uh, Maybe like six days, actually. Almost a week. Either way. um, Went to... Remember how I said I had my friend's pool slash birthday party? Yeah, that was on that Friday. Ended up uh, going there, and everyone was shocked. It was actually a gender reveal party. I had no idea my friend was pregnant. What? So, That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I had no idea. So it was wow. still like a pool party, but it was a gender reveal party. So that was really cool. Uh, saw my cousins. So she didn't did... drink like you planned on drinking with no, her probably? Yeah, no, I just good. drank with my other non-pregnant friends. That's the worst <laughs> thing is when your pregnant friend at the gender reveal party drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Not good for babies. No, PSA, don't drink, please. Yeah. Well, well, when you're, you're pregnant. Child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was really cool. I started a new show on Netflix. I read a couple books. Nice. I, and then, like, the last part of our week or, you know, our time off, I was, like, such a loner. I spent so much time with myself, just that. like doing nothing. I went and saw Cruella by myself, which was amazing. Uh, played some video games, cooked, did some new recipes. Nice. Like, so literally, you had a good reset. It was. It was nice because I didn't think about anything with work. It was just like. Did you talk to anybody? Family from and, the building or anything? No. Okay, you didn't. So you don't know. Not about, at all. You don't know about Steve then. What about Steve? Steve is. 
Okay, so we're back in the studio. Uh, I had some fun, and I actually uh, I could have saved a life, and uh, I had a perfect opportunity to do it, and we'll talk more about that later. But Steve has a new vacation trend that's been going on, and we have got to talk Uh-oh. about Steve's vacation trend uh, and how Steve has... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Steve has the worst vacations Ever in the past two vacations. And I would like to point this out. Like, Steve literally, like, when you and I talked, what was it, like, a couple days ago, two, three days ago? Yeah. yeah. Literally has the worst vacation luck out of anybody. Like, you're going to get more than three days off. Stay away from Steve. We definitely have got to tell you about it here in just a minute. Okay. We have to talk about, I'm dying to talk about uh, the Steve luck. So, in the past six months, we've had two vacations. So, we take a vacation. We're gone for a week. I call Steve. How's it going? This going on? Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Fish, my wife has stage zero breast cancer. That's the first vacation. Yep. Since that vacation... She got a mastectomy, and she is currently cancer-free. Yay! So, Steve and I are supposed to manscape each other. Yeah, weren't you guys supposed to go see Black Widow? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to watch it at my house. Mm. So, we're going to go to my house. He's bringing the M&Ms. I'm renting the movie. Hang out. Shoot the bull. I reach out to him, not even thinking about his last vacation. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Doesn't call me back. You know, what day's good for you? Now it's like... Saturday, And I'm like, okay, we've only got a couple days left here. (laughs) And you finally uh, talk to me. There's like kids in the background or Mm -hmm. a kid in the background or whatever. And Steve, what happened again? Nowhere near as bad as your last vacation. My youngest daughter, Izzy, has or had an ear infection and that led to pneumonia. No way. Yeah, so she had pneumonia for pretty much the majority of the vacation. Yeah. Even when you were in the Quad Cities? That's where we think she got the ear infection because she had a cough leading up to that. She hasn't been to daycare in over close to two weeks pretty Mm -hmm. much. I want to point out out one of the things Steve was excited about from the vacation wasn't just his trip to the Quad Cities. It was time alone in his home. When these kids are going to be in daycare. Yeah. Yep. And all the days that they're going to be in daycare. I mean, I sent Charlotte still because she loves it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was home with Izzy taking oh. care of a sick child who is coughing really badly and very irritable. And yeah. <laughs> You're the perfect form of birth control. You are. <laughs> Your stories. Yeah. You're not the first girl to tell him that. It's just the first right? girl to tell him that mm-hmm. at this point in his life. Dude, I and I don't mean to laugh at you. And, and Izzy's okay. Yeah, she's fine. I mean, like, I it was it wasn't like super bad pneumonia or anything, but they just uh, like if, if we wouldn't have taken her to the doctor and had her home for a few more days, it might have required hospitalization, wow. but probably not. You got lucky. Yeah, we well, yeah. It, it's funny too. The the one thing that like the takeaway from this is with Charlotte, our first child, we would have like instantly taken her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. to the doctor, but so many times we did that, and then they just kind of like are like she has a cold or she has a runny nose, and then sent us home. Get, like, yeah. We went to the emergency room a couple times where they got huge bells with 
no sickness. <laughs> Sounds about right for your first child. Yeah, and so like the go. second child, yeah, <laughs> then you underreact. And then we're sitting here, and she's like, ah, just a small cough or whatever. It's just uh, something she picked up from daycare. And then, like, five days into it, like, the cough's not going away. And, like, oh, no, she has pneumonia now. Wow. <laughs> the difference from you from child one to child two is astonishing. Because with Charlotte, Steve literally would have been like, no, and we're like, man, I don't know. It sounds like a runny nose. Connie and I, we lost Connie earlier this year and to cancer. And uh, like, uh, oh, no, Connie, I'd be like, oh, it's a runny nose. No, nope. no, we got to take her. No, she stubbed her toe. I think, <laughs> I think we've ruined her leg. Her leg won't grow. Like, it could have been anything. Right. And now he has pneumonia. So he has the worst week. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm Wah-wah. not. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's getting joy out of your misery. I am. I am. Well, well then also with the vacation of the Quad Cities, it's like that was a reminder as to why traveling with a baby sucks because they don't sleep the whole time. Oh. They're irritable the whole time. They don't nap well. And that was just like another thing. How I mean, was, it, was fun, it was a fun trip. How was Charlotte in the car, though? Oh, the car was perfectly fine. They just oh. slept. Yeah. It was just like the fact that. Of actually being on vacation, you mean? So like I mean Izzy, you don't they don't get a time like they don't nap well because they're not in their crib yeah. they're not at home they don't sleep well oh, the, they're like, out of their routine yeah the little crib that we got sent up at the hotel was like smaller than a normal crib so like we're sleeping all of a sudden you hear a rollover and a thud and she slams her head <laughs> to the side of the thing starts crying she slept in the bed uh, with us sounds like nights. when I'm drunk uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she sleeps in a crib when she's yeah, drunk Christine does it's really funny it's for my safety yeah, yeah it is and she's a little free. <laughs> Different strokes. Well, welcome back, Steve. Thank you. Shall we discuss the text question of the day, Miss Christine? We shall, Mr. Fish. And today's TQ, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home? Okay, the weirdest thing you've ever found in your apartment or home even. Doesn't matter if uh, it's from the past, obviously, it's the weirdest thing, right? Doesn't matter if you moved in there, maybe you currently live there and you found something. I saw on social media those answers were yeah like hey I came home once and I found blank you know it could be whatever you want it could be an, an otter I don't know Christine what is the weirdest thing you've ever found in your apartment or home well when I moved into my apartment I found a couple bullets in the lampshade <laughs> or not the sh- yeah like the lamp that hangs from the ceiling it kind of was like it's like a circle with like an opening on yeah the, yeah and there were bullets put in there I would like to point out huh. yeah. <laughs> When Christine and I talked about the text question of the day off the air, I said, here's what I'm thinking. And she's like, ah, this is a true story. I'm not going to be able to help out much. I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's the only thing I ever found was a couple bullets in the lampshade. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, I know, right? Not that, not that interesting. I'm like, no, that's very interesting. Yeah. Right? Like, it's bullets in the lampshade. Oh my God! So, did you ever find out the origin of these? Is there an origin story for those bullets um, or no? There, when I contacted the apartment, they were really surprised. They were like, maybe it was a hunter, like a person who used right. to go hunting. Yeah, <laughs> like definitely no murder took place in your apartment. Yeah. Probably a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and don't you enjoy the brand new carpet we put down? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's odd. Steve, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your apartment or home? Uh, it was back in college, and it was a house we were renting. Had a room in the basement that was like kind of off to the side or whatever. It was like a, a you could tell it was built like extra. I don't know. It was like, just like really crappily built wooden little room in the corner. Yeah, it was. It was just all shelves, and all the shelves contained were just empty jars of various sizes. 
there was the whole no like room was just empty jars. Huh? Do you smell them? No, I did not. I would have. We just never I would have, I would have totally smelled them. I would have opened them up and smelled them just to <laughs> yeah. wonder what was in the jars. Same, same they were here. all open. There was no, no oh. lids. It was just variously sized jars. I still would have smelled on them. On shelves. <laughs> it was very weird. I can't believe you didn't smell them. Didn't that surprise you, Christine? Yeah, I would have I mean, investigated. No, I mean, like, I gave it a good lick. I'm not lick it. No, I gave it a good lick. Things to never do to a jar that's been no. sitting in someone's mm-hmm. basement. <laughs> but I would definitely, I can't believe you didn't smell them. It's odd to me. No, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, I find that I'm very sorry. weird. I would have. I've been like, hmm, were people like what making if, jam or something? It's like a psychological thing, I think. Yeah. That you and I would instantly smell them and he wouldn't. <laughs> it looked like something out of Saw. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a kill room is what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like it, yeah. no one had touched anything. There was cobwebs all over everything. It was super creepy. Ew. Gross. Still would have smelled them. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in an apartment home or home? That is today's text question of the day. I mean, good Lord, I could go all day long on this. I've I've, I've lived in a lot of places because I like to flip homes and I get antsy. Yep. Uh, I think I'm going to go for, I mean, I think the Roach story, which I know Steve knows, is a, is a solid one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Connie and I, it was Roaches is the answer. But Connie and I got an apartment on trade. It was Connie of Connie and Fish, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. And we got an apartment on trade that were called Sherwood Apartments. And I actually set up the trade. We got a third floor apartment. We're going to move. We'll move in. We go in the day, two days before we're going to move in. And there were roaches everywhere. Ew. So I set off four roach bombs in this apartment, which I later learned uh, when we talked about it on the air after I did it. Uh, years later, because we, you know, just didn't talk about it in the air at that time. Right. Is the roof should have imploded because of the amount of roach bombs I set up. Wow. Off. Yeah, you should really read directions. I didn't. <laughs> I just was like, it was the most I'd ever seen. But they kept, we couldn't kill them. They kept, we dealt with it for like months. Nope, I would have moved back. out so quick. They finally investigated and it was the neighbors right next to us. And that's why we kept getting them. They were the ones with the they roaches. They were the roach people. Ew. It was disgusting. Yeah. So like that. Did they kick them out? I think yeah. I think they they kicked out all the roaches. They kicked and out the roaches. But the they neighbors. got their little luggage and their top hats. No, and they, they crawled out. They found out when the neighbors moved out. Oh. They went in to go do their cleaning, and it was that's there. so disgusting. Like how can you just live? I know. Within just filth and bugs and ooh. What is that? Are you getting a visual of it or something? I'm just getting the. Uh, Are they kind of crawling on yeah, you right now? Yeah, I like, hate that feeling. Ooh. <laughs> there you're welcome. All right, he's on the phone with us right now. We have not chatted with this guy in a while. Good morning, Ira the Weatherman. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, Ira. Ira, how are you, oh, my friend? You people were missed. Aw, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, my friend. Okay. Come on, you cannot have this anymore. Ira, you sound refreshed. You do. Oh, yes. I'm refreshed. And I'm happy that you're back on radio again. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Listen, when you're gone, every everything goes downhill all together. I know, right? <laughs> the world will fall apart unless the three of us are a part of it. Isn't that true, my friend? That is right. Yeah. Now, Ira, how are you? Are you doing okay? I'm doing very, very good. Good. How's the casinos? Are they serving the cocktails yet? Ira's oh, a weather guy. they're not serving the cocktails as yet. Nah, no? they'll get there. That's weird, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, it must be. Uh... But they, they're serving uh, 
from the bar, but they're not coming on the floor. Ira is a seventy-seven-year-old weather person who loves doing weather, and he calls us from New York City and gives us West Michigan weather. What are we looking at today, my friend? Oh, right now it's mostly cloudy, nine percent precipitation. You're in it at eighty percent, and the wind is nine miles per hour. Right now you got sixty-four degrees on the moldy, cloudy skies, going up to seventy-seven degrees. Now, tomorrow, there's a chance to rain with a high around 79 degrees. You heard it on 95.7, the mix with Fish, Christine, Steve, and Ira the Weatherman. Thank you very Thank much, you. my friend. You have a wonderful day. It was nice to hear from you. Ah, uh, The Rock has come up with a great excuse not to work out. We're talking about it next. Today's text question of the day, message in or message via the app. It's a free download in your app store. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your apartment or home? Now, uh, one thing I've never found in my apartment or home. Uh, again, the text question of the day today, what's the weirdest thing you ever found in your apartment or home? One thing I never found in my apartment or home was like a weight bench or weight sets or something like that. Out of all the, I think, 15 or 20 different apartment and homes I've had. But you uh, have a treadmill in yours. I do. Why my own? I found that. Yeah. Because I bought it. <laughs> but uh, The Rock. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to working out, I am the master of excuses, and I have to fight through them all the time. Like, oh, you know what? I have mm-hmm. to go home and uh, start my laundry. I don't need to go to the gym. Never mind. <laughs> the Rock is not the type of person, Dwayne Johnson, no. that is the to master. To skip a of, workout? Yeah. No. For him to skip a workout, something incredible has to happen, right? Or at least to delay him on a workout. Yeah. Here's what happened yesterday. Right outside my kitchen door is a big, beautiful hawk who got his talons on a hell of a snake. He started with the head of the snake, which is always smart to do. <laughs> but the uh, the problem is... I got to go to the gym and I have to walk down these stairs to get to the gym. That's the only way. And he's here. Wish me luck. Y'all don't hear from me in a few hours. Well, you know, I got my kicked by Hawk. <laughs> no one's seen him since he posted that video. Oh. Yeah, it's a true story. It's, it's Hawk a, killed the rock. Yeah. I, I don't see it. I see the rock winning. That guy is doing the movie Black Adam right now. Mm-hmm. And he is just a brick house. He's too big. It's too muscular. Old, too like, muscular, in I my like opinion. I like old rock better. Yeah, I agree. I but, I mean, you got to give the guy respect. Oh, uh, yeah. He definitely made it to the gym, but I'm actually going to go home and watch this video later, so I won't be able to work so out today. So you won't be able to? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I only heard the audio, and I got uh, to watch the video. You can find it online. We're back. Right now, it's all about knowledge. So, Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Because I've got five little... Nugs I want to share with you. Well, we gained knowledge from a book. I did some reading over our vacation. So I figure let's get knowledge from a book. From a book. Okay, let's get creative. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. Why did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can sometimes come from the smallest and weirdest of places, including and not limited to a book. <laughs> That's right. Just imagine you have a book that may provide you with some knowledge on a wide variety of things. Then you open up the book. It's a library book. And you open it up, and there is a weird, weird stain 
on the page mm. that you are going to acquire knowledge from. So you're wondering what that is. So you take your tongue and lift the book gently to your mouth <laughs> and proceed to lick the stain. Ooh. Thus moving the knowledge from the book into your mouth, down your throat, doing a 180 degree turn past your eye socket huh. into your brain, providing you with extra knowledge. Interesting. Yeah, got Lots it. of we, germs, too. Yeah, a lot of this could be nasty. Don't, I don't recommend licking the books, especially if it's not your own book. But it did taste like peanut butter. Uh, there are only two countries in the world that don't have a holiday celebrating their Independence Day or the day they became a nation. The United Kingdom and Denmark. Huh. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. You know the song Loser by Beck? Yes. How's it sound? I don't remember, but I know the song. It was like 90s. So you're I'm a oh, loser, yeah. baby, so why don't you kill me? Yeah, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Beck actually thought the song Loser was a bomb, mediocre at best. He didn't want it released as a single. He said, no, don't do it. His record label said, we're doing it anyway. And it's his biggest hit that he's ever yeah. mm-hmm. Biggest hit ever. Uh, before David Letterman got his late show, he had a morning show on NBC called The David Letterman Show. Huh. I didn't it know lasted that. from June 23rd to October 24th of 1980. That's why long, I didn't know that. That was a long gig. Vincent Van Gogh's famous painting, The Starry Night. Do you guys know that painting? Yes. yes. Okay. Is actually the view from the room of his asylum in France. Huh. I'm going to say that again because I find that fascinating. Vincent Van Gogh's famous painting, The Starry Night, is the view from the room of his asylum in France. I've actually heard that. I didn't know if it was true or not. That's that crazy. True. <laughs> and finally, do you know why movie previews are called trailers? No. Uh, because they were originally shown at the end of movies. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, the name stuck even uh, the, the name stuck even once they started showing them first. I would not sit through a movie to watch trailers, but I would sit through a movie to watch a bonus scene. Right. Yes. Like the Avengers and whatnot. Yes. Have you seen Black Widow yet? No. Yeah, Steve and I have not yet either. We're supposed to mandate it together. We will soon. We will, we will this week. We will soon. I will do it without <laughs> you, you son of a You're like bitch. itching right now it's, to I'm see dying. it. I'm dying that I didn't watch it this weekend. is like a gift yeah. for Steve almost. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, I've been waiting to do this all day. Talk about this all day. Super excited. So let's talk a little bit about a gentleman by the name of Richard Branson. So Richard Branson made his first space flight yesterday. Now, other than John Glenn, who went up in 1998 at the age of 77, Richard Branson is now the oldest person ever in space. Two are not, right? Mm-hmm. I thought the woman running the takeoff just seemed like people are going to have fun with this audio. I don't know why, but here's your uh, Richard Branson space clip. Three, two, one. Release, release, release. Clean release. Ignition. And 60 seconds. And that is a full duration burn, folks. We are headed to space. That was nice. And the passengers in the back have been cleared to unstrap. We reached apogee 282,000 feet. (laughs) To all you kids down there, I was once a child with a dream, looking up to the stars. Now I'm an adult in a spaceship, looking down to our beautiful, beautiful Earth. To the next generation of dreamers, 
If we can do this, just imagine what you can do. Yay! 500 feet above the runway. Over the threshold, main gear touchdown. And there is full stop. All right. So Richard Branson was 53 miles above the earth, achieved weightlessness for about three to four minutes. Uh, again, it is awesome that he did that. It's uh, Clearly, he's emotional. Uh, after takeoff. Three, two, one. Release, release, release. <laughs> uh, they were off and going, and it was just. Uh, well, I mean, space programs cost a lot of money, so you got to make some cuts here and there. So that's why they hired that girl to oh, do the, okay. uh, I was okay. countdown. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she really nailed that. I, I, I just, I don't know why I keep thinking that. I just. Release, I, release, I, release. I was listening to the old audio, the countdown. Three, two, one. Release, release, release. Right? Yeah, we'll just kill it right there. I just, it's just very odd, but good for you, Richard Branson. The next one to go up is Bezos. Which he's, I think is going to be this month. Yeah, he's going up uh, July 20th. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Branson claims he was not trying to outdo Bezos, but, you know, he did. Is he the first billionaire to go in space? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, Bezos sent his congratulations to Branson on Instagram and said, can't wait to join the club. He's like, eh, don't worry about it, kid. Good for you. <laughs> hey, man, more power to him. I think it's cool. It's always been a dream of his, and he got to do it. Let's talk about this library book. A book was over three, it was 300 years overdue. I think this is the longest overdue book of all time. It's for a library. So the Reverend Canon Keith Farrow from Sheffield Cathedral received the book and talked to us a little bit about it. Well, inside, it's actually dated 1709, and it's very beautifully written. It says, this book belongs to Ye Lending Library in Sheffield Church, which is Sheffield Cathedral, 1709. So uh, this has obviously been taken out of the lending library, not returned. I'm trying to work out what the fine would be, the librarian's fine. So you never know, we might get a new roof or, or something with the fine. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a heck of a fine. That would be a right? huge fine. It's a 1704 printing of the faith and the practice of the Church of England man. It arrived in the mail with a note saying, Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They said they felt really guilty about it. They wanted to get rid of it. Uh, they said that they really thought about it before they went into the, uh, before they put it into the mail, actually. They strangely cut this audio. Three. Two, one, release, release, release. <laughs> Again, I don't know why it sounded just yeah, like Richard Branson going to space or, uh, yeah, from earlier, but that's yeah, it was very odd. I think it's the same lady. She's going to be famous. I could just guarantee it. You're making her famous. I'll I know. Make her famous. I'll make you famous, Huckleberry. <laughs> hey, if somebody did something to your house for free, should you pay them? We'll talk about it next. Today's text question of the day, you can message via our app. It's a free download. Is What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home or apartment? And uh, we've been getting some really unique responses. I've got to talk about this guy now. I've, uh, I've been dying to share this story with you guys and ask you, the click of six, your opinion. So, weigh in all the ways if you'd like to. It's about a New Jersey guy on TikTok where you can post your job resume now. And apparently, a lot of people are finding jobs that way. Wow. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's weird. It's a big thing trending. So, uh, anyway... After posting a video about the time he accidentally cleaned a complete stranger's house, Luis Angelo Angelino III is trending. 
So I clean my friends' apartments for extra money on the side, right? But my friend tells me that one of his coworkers wants me to clean his apartment. He tells me that there's a key under the mat. So he calls me and he's like, yo, where are you? And I was like, um, I'm in your living room waiting for you to walk in. I'm playing with your cat. He goes, uh, man, I don't have a cat. <laughs> I cleaned the wrong apartment and broke in and cleaned somebody's random apartment. So here's the back. <laughs> this is where it gets really interesting. First off, should the people have paid him is a question a lot of people are upset about because they didn't. I wouldn't have. Uh, I would have said thank you. I, may, I might have actually. I mean, it matters. It's, it's still kind of weird. But here's what happens. These, these guys are doing some remodeling work on their apartment. And uh, this couple whose apartment he cleaned. They come home. And on a piece of paper was a sentence in Sharpie explaining that someone's cleaner went to the wrong address and like, hey, I'm so sorry. Because uh, the wife says, my husband calls me in a panic and he said, someone was here and cleaned the whole place. <laughs> they had been renovating. So the place was, was trashed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now it's trending. Should they have given him money? Yes. Why though? I mean, like, sure I think they I didn't hire him, but like, to come home and your house is spotless, especially after them doing renovations and it probably already thinking, oh, this is going to be such an annoyance to clean up. Yeah, I would have thrown him some money or bought him some food or something. See, I think I would have, but I don't think they should have. I don't think they needed no, to. No, I think it would set a bad precedent and people would start breaking into homes and cleaning and then just standing out in front waiting for the people to come home. Be like, clean your house, bro. Give me some money. Well, hey, if you want to come clean my house, by all means. <laughs> yeah, anybody just go break into Christine's house. She won't mind. Just go knock ahead. first. Yeah. No, you don't knock. You're not home. They just go through her drawers, mess up her weird hyperly organized underwear drawer right yep. yeah okay so not only this guy's 27 he does this part-time he has another job full-time he works like a convenience store of course he's smart or someone told him to be smart started a gofundme you know people are giving him money on a gofundme people are now hiring him and they're calling him the cleaning fairy <laughs> why they call him the cleaning fairy is because he you showed up and cleaned, he cleaned your home yes this is in a sexuality thing because uh, I like even before I read the story about it, I'm like, okay, if I call him the cleaning fairy, are we gonna get a call to management saying Fish was implying the guy was gay and we don't and whatever? No, the guy's called the cleaning fairy and and he actually is excited about it. He's running with it. He says, that's 100% the best name for me. I mean, the tooth fairy leaves you money under your pillow after she takes your teeth away. Well, I'll break into your apartment and I'll clean it. He's joking, <laughs> by the way. But a few people have contacted him. South Jersey's cleaning fairy is what, what they're, a lot of them are calling him as well. And uh, a lot of people are upset that he did not get money. So they're giving him money. So the, I guess it's a good thing he didn't get paid. No. Otherwise, a GoFundMe would have been started. He wouldn't he? be trending. But why should he be paid? Be, you, know, you don't have to pay him. Like, no, I they don't have to, but I would. But he, he broke into your place. And by the way, you're renovating. He probably messed up the system. Norm, my neighbor, is getting his basement done. He spent six hours organizing it for the builder, but he's an engineer and weird. <laughs> you know I was going to say, that's, gotta, that's another, yeah, a, another form of weird. That's a whole other segment right there. Yeah, literally. So, let's talk about a show they call The Bachelorette. Dun, dun, dun. So, tonight on the show, The Bachelorette, Katie Thurston, who they say is the sexiest bachelorette of all time they, they say that's what all the people are saying 
They're saying she is the hottest one. They're saying that she is uh, the best she, one. She has the best she, ratings of any bachelorette ever. Really? No, I've made all that oh, up. Oh, I was I, like. I, none of it's true. Her name's Thurston. 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 Yes. Yeah, I mean, she is really pretty, I'm but. thirsty for Thurston. There you go. <laughs> That's so, anyway, no, I was just kidding about all that stuff. But I think the producers, I'm assuming they gave her this idea. Warning, pygmy, bro. Uh, this is going to happen tonight on The Bachelorette. This is a warning pig situation. We will talk about this for no more than three minutes. Here we go. I kind of had this idea I thought it would be fun okay. where the guys in the house all have to agree to withhold their self-care as long as possible, oh. if you know what I mean. I cannot wait to see the boys and give a little look, make it a little hard for them. Make oh. it very hard for them. I'm gonna fill you in on a juicy secret, and it's called Operation Whoa Whoa. Because Katie wants to see which one of you can hold out. This sucks. Why? I'd be like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't wait two to three weeks. No, I just that's just. Did she dumb. put a time limit? Is it like until the end of the season? Or it's, it's well, this that's all I know, Christine. I've only seen that promo. I will definitely report back tomorrow. They just need and the let ratings. You know. So thirsty Thurstian, <laughs> uh, thirsty Thurston, right? Has challenged the suitors. She apparently again said, "I can't wait to give the boys a look and get them all excited." Like, I, I'd just be turned off by that. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's just rude. That's just rude? (laughs) Operation Whoa-Whoa, which apparently... Well, how would she even know if they, like, There's cameras all over the house. Uh, I don't think the cameras are looking at you like that. Uh, You clearly have not been watching the new new season, Christine. Invasion of privacy. You have not been watching the new season of The Bachelorette. You you Mm said you've been watching. You haven't been watching it. You haven't seen the chastity cam? Yeah, or the potty cam. Very weird. So there's moments in your life where you, uh, someone tells you a story and you get uh, the chills, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The fuzzies, we mm-hmm. call it. Okay, so management said to me a while ago, we lost Connie to cancer earlier this year, and it's almost been, my God, it's almost been a year since she's been on the air, like 10 months uh, since she's been even been on the air. Uh, so anyway, they said to me, Fish, specific, I don't want to say which one, but here's how it sounded. You big dummy! That's sweet, sweet D. <laughs> <laughs> you need to show a sensitive side to yourself. You're not sensitive enough. You need to show people that you care. And I'm like, I care. Screw you, sweet, sweet D. I have a sensitive side. It's like, sensitive men don't say screw you. And quit calling me sweet, sweet D. It makes me get the chilies. And I was like, ha, see, got you the chilies. I feel like sweet, sweet D might have been projecting. And he was was rubbing my hair. (laughs) And it was weird. But anyway, we have this uh, fuzzies with fish. And I have three interesting stories I want to share with you. And now... A sensitive moment with fish. So, uh, first, let's start off with uh, how I almost saved a life. No, you know what? I'm going to save that for a second. Let's talk about this seven-year-old girl, Gwen. So, seven-year-old Gwen is a special needs girl from Ohio. And she's been help raising uh, money. She's been selling lemonade to help raise money to build an inclusive playground in her neighborhood. Here's Gwen's mom talking about it. Playgrounds were very difficult. The one we go to is about 20 minutes from here, which is a 40-minute round trip. They may walk differently. They may 
communicate differently. They may behave differently, but on the inside, they're kids. They want to make friends and they want to play. That's Gwen's mom talking about her and she wants to have friends and she wants to play with people. Now, I normally would be like, well, that's weird. But Steve, the playground trip is a big deal. It is a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. with your kids, uh, once your playground's shut down because they're doing work on it this summer, adds an extra 20 minutes to your day, right? Yeah, it does, because I have to drive now. Oh. Yeah, not fun at all, right? First world problems. It's a, it is a real world. You say it like that, but it actually is a real yeah, problem. Yeah, it sucks. Driving 20 minutes, you got to put your kid in the seat, get him the snack sack or whatever the kid's eating, and I don't know what your kids eat. <laughs> snack sacks. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Okay, let's talk about how I... Uh, could have saved a life. Keyword could have, <laughs> then but he chose didn't. Not to. <laughs> so, we had time off. Alicia loves the wineries in Traverse City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went to Traverse City on vacation, not realizing. You know, I grew up in Michigan, so I I know all of Michigan. I'm show around the state a little bit, not realizing Cherry Festival was going on. Yeah. Don't care about Cherry Festival. If you like it, more power to you. Not my cup of tea, as my mom would say. As we pull into Traverse City, we look, and there's these carnival rides going around. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, honey, you don't want to. And she's like, no, 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 no. Now, we were there Monday through Thursday. On Thursday, the magic carpet ride in Traverse City started going haywire. Someone's getting fired. Yeah, someone probably is getting fired, and uh, they're scary carny rides. So, of course, it's freaking people out. What happened was it can begin rocking back and forth. So, fairgoers all hopped on the platform to help keep it steady until it came to a stop. That gave me the chillies on my willies. Because I'm like, wow, that they did that. That's awesome. No one was injured. Because that's kind of scary. Yeah. That is really scary. That's the sound of what it sounded like. I could have saved a life had the city of Traverse City lift listened to me and said, don't ever put those carny rides in your town because they scare the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a little reachy? I mean, uh, kinda, just a little. Felt like, it was, felt like I was kind of hitting it. All right, fine. I got another fuzzy for you. We're doing all, we're doing all a bunch of fuzzies with fish today. I, so many things have happened. Fine. Check that off my list. That apparently didn't get the reaction <laughs> I wanted. Uh, let's go to this one. And this woman's actually going to kind of ruin it a little bit for us, but... Uh, it's a couple, but specifically the woman's going to ruin it. Because doesn't that happen? No, never mind. <laughs> a couple hadn't seen their dog in a year, and they're finally going to be reunited with their pup. Aww. Now, the dad was surprised when driving up to see his dog, obviously. And I'm going to share that audio with you. But I want to remind you that upon hearing that audio, instinctively, if you know the show at all, you should be thinking about the man who was reunited with his donkey from a while of ago. Of course. Baldo! Que pasa? I know, right? It gets me. Why are you laughing? Only because the way how like the donkey in return. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah, it just gets me every time. While this family was reunited with the dog, they hadn't seen him in a year. Did you miss me? I missed you. I did. 
You're so super skinny, my baby. You're so super skinny. Because you've been starving and homeless because we lost you a year ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, like... They they hadn't seen their dog in a year. They get reunited. The dog was he was super skinny, and they start listening to it. And I'm like, Did he run away? Like I don't know. I don't know the whole backstory, Christine. All I know is he's super skinny because he hasn't eaten because mommy and daddy haven't been feeding him. And she's doing this voice that you do. And I thought, What is your dog voice? No, oh. no, no. Like when you talk to your dog. <laughs> Because I do that. Hey there, I have the dog. Hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah. Is hey, it really? Oh, yeah. it's kind of derpy. Hey. Yeah. 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 What's your what's kinda. what's your? Do you have a dog voice? Not your cat voice. Your dog voice. Yeah. When when my each of my dogs had their own voice, like one <laughs> no, of like them. Like when you talk to. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Each of them had like a a, a different voice. Like the little one, because he was so little, Button. It would be like, Beady, you're so tiny and little, and then. <laughs> And then Snickers, we used to call him Banj, and he was so full of romantic stuff and just romance and handsome, and what? that was his voice. Huh. He was so precious. What? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> precious. He I know, was. Right? He would literally hug you like a bear, and he looked like a teddy bear. So Now I'm going to cry because I miss both of them so much. I gave you the fuzzies because I sourced <sighs> your dogs who were dead. I miss dead. my dogs. Oh. Is it okay? Do you want <laughs> us to talk like her? What was that creepy voice that she was doing? Which for, one? Your bands are so pretty or and precious. Was a sensitive moment with fish. Today's text question of the day. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your apartment or your home? When I talked about this off the air to Christine, she said, I don't have a good answer. All I have is bullets. I'm like, what? Like, where are they? Were they in a chandelier or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they were in a lamp that hangs from the ceiling. And that didn't, <laughs> you didn't think that would be a great answer. I didn't, but uh, only because I think what made it not exciting is because I there was no, like, backstory to it like where did these bullets come from yeah they should have left a note <laughs> yeah they should have exactly. left you a note hey by the way these bullets came from a shootout between me and my roommate <laughs> don't shoot bullets in an apartment you weirdos <laughs> go ahead and answer via the app you could text into the show you know all the ways right right now though rando text up Texto, message via Apo, free download in the Apo Store. Are there any couples out there who haven't vacationed together? My husband and I have been married for five years and we've never taken a vacation, not even a honeymoon. Really? When we got married, we both agreed that a honeymoon wasn't practical due to finances, so we did a staycation. Since then, we've done a yearly camping trip, but we still haven't gone on a real vacation. I've expressed I'd like to travel out of state, but he always bl- blames it on money. At this point, I feel like it's just an excuse. I told him we can make something work. I'm sick of the same thing. I'd like a nice week-long vacation with my husband that doesn't involve a weekend camping trip. Is that too much to ask for? Do you have any advice on how I can convince this stubborn man of mine we deserve to get away? Now, did she never discuss this when they were... Does it say again how long they were together before they got married? It doesn't. We just know they've been married for five years. So what do we want to throw out there? A hypothetical? Maybe uh, two, two, three years. Let's do, yeah, let's just do two years. So let's say they've been together two years. They get married. In that two years, they never go on a trip either, obviously. Yeah. She would have sourced it. Yeah. He clearly probably expressed, hey, I don't like 
vacationing other than camping. I'm a camping person. You would think. So why should right? she get divorced? Well, I mean, you would think that's something they talked about, but maybe after they talked about a honeymoon, she assumed that, like, all right, in the future, like, once, uh, once you, I know, she assumed. assumed mm-hmm. uh, this you. is stuff you got to talk about when you're dating. Yeah. Honestly, it is. Yeah, like uh, Christine said earlier, she would have said, yo, boy, what up with that? Yeah. Are we going on vacation? Yeah. I'm gonna, or are you going to kick rocks? Kick rocks, dude. <laughs> right? And then he'd be like, thought I was a donut till you tried to glaze me. And she'd be like, what? I want a donut. And that would be the end of the argument. That would be such a weird and conversation. And he would be like, well, you should go buy us some donuts because we do what I want to do. So, wait, I mean, what would you really, would you really just say, yo, look, here's the deal? Yeah, I mean, obviously she really wants to do something. I don't know if, if it's like, lazy he doesn't want to plan something or if he's really worried about money my personal advice is though you just start saving and you show him like hey i've saved money i found this trip that we can take for this reasonable amount i'm booking it i wouldn't book it without him knowing just because he won't go he won't go and it's just secrets and I, i don't like that um i say you just figure out a budget figure out a place that works within that budget and present it to him and tell him if you don't want to go, I'm taking my sister or I'm taking whomever. My new boyfriend. Or, yeah, or yeah. my new boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steve, what do you think? Ugh, I mean, this is a tough one. Uh, I would probably... I would probably try to make a compromise to where you take a trip somewhere and you camp for part of the time. And but they go camping the every year. I know, but I mean, he sounds like he's pretty stubborn, and so you might just have to... This is the only way to like ease him into it. I mean, should this couple act, actually leave it? Yeah, I mean, it, but if you leave them at home and you start a whole other, like, if you're in a situation and you know, I mean, like, you know what you get, you know what you're eating here, mm-hmm. you know, you know the situation. Like, yeah. there's no maybes, no, like, the guy is legit saying, I, I, we're camping. Yeah. That's my idea of a vacation. Oh, you want to go on a, you want to go on a real vacation? Fine. You want to leave the state? Okay. We'll go to Yellowstone and camp. Right. You know, that's what he wants to do. That's his form of relaxation. Well, she said he, I've expressed I'd like to travel out of state, but he always blames it on money. She said at this point, I feel like it's just an excuse. Yeah, it's definitely just an excuse. I I think it is. And and there's also stuff she could do in state, but she clearly hasn't tried that. Yeah, but it seems like she, it seems like the vibe I'm getting from this is that they've camped around the state and she's like, she it, wants to go to like Mexico. I was going to say, I think she wants a, a tropical. That's just the vibe nah, I'm getting. No. Yeah. <laughs> she wants a tropical vacation, something relaxing, you know, yeah. not dirty, sleeping in a tent. Are you a camper? Uh, I've gone. I th- I feel like I'd do it again, but I'd rather glamp because oh, yeah. I just feel gross. <laughs> and dirty and yeah. smelly and stanky. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I love camping. Yeah. I, Alicia is not a camper. Mm-hmm. So we have not camped. Yeah. I am fine with that. I'm not, I don't love it to the degree where, and, and I could always go with my boys or right. whatever, right? I clearly can't take Christine. No. But I, I don't necessarily, I don't know why you so easily said they should get a divorce on this. I'm very thrown on that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it seems like, click a six, weighing all the ways. Again, uh, this couple has never left the state. They always go camping and they've never been on a vacation and they've been married for five years and didn't have a honeymoon either. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> We're doing a rando tag store right now where I actually have a very interesting question 
for you, Christine, Steve, and Becky, who's on the phone. So let's get right to it. OMG. Texto messageo via Apo free downloado in the Apo Storo. Are there any couples out there who haven't vacationed together? My husband and I have been married for five years and we've never taken a vacation, not even a honeymoon. When we got married, we both agreed that a honeymoon wasn't practical due to finances, so we did a staycation. Since then, we've done a yearly camping trip, but we still haven't gone on a real vacation. I've expressed I'd like to travel out of state, but he always blames it on money. At this point, I feel like it's just an excuse. I told him we can make something work. I'm sick of the same thing. I'd like a nice week-long vacation with my husband that doesn't involve a weekend camping trip. Is that too much to ask for? Do you have any advice on how I can convince this stubborn man of mine we deserve to get away? Yeah, well, uh, she's looking for that advice. Becky, what's some good advice? Well, Fish, um, I say they should compromise. They should go like one-time camping, and then they should leave it up to the wife for the next round so like hey we're going camping one more time but next time baby yes. you get to choose exactly do you think becky and christine and steve and that we're having a conversation about this rando text right now do you think that maybe uh-huh. she should just call it a day <laughs> and uh does it say they have kids it doesn't no say it doesn't sound like they have kids so if they don't have kids already should they just mm-hmm. call it a day and kick it to the curb and just get a divorce no <laughs> Why? Is that extreme? Yeah, is that extreme or I mean it sounds like Yeah, I think so. I think years. that's too extreme. All right. I, I think they should just compromise with Be- it. Becky, you're thirty four. Are you currently dating anybody right now? Uh yeah. Okay. I actually do have a boyfriend. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't kick him to the curb over this? Yeah, do you think he would compromise no. with you? Yeah. Well, then, yeah. then he would be a keeper, my friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You should hold on tight because members of the Click of Six are not responding too well to this, are they, Christine? We got a message from a brother in pain on our app. He said, vacations are essential to be able to connect with your partner, and it's not about doing what you want. Compromise and do whatever your partner loves to do. It's about it's about both of you and putting them first at times, too. Excuses are just that. Excuses. You'll make it happen if you truly care or else it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, someone said, you start planning one and put the money away and then surprise him with it. If he still doesn't want to go, then you go. Plan the trip. Budget your money and go. Life is too short. Someone else said, if he won't travel, leave him home and go with a friend. Um, here's a tip from someone that I think all of us can benefit from because I haven't heard of this app. Someone said, I use apps to help me find the very best deals. One I really like is Weekend.com. You can set your budget and find stuff within that. Life is short. We aren't promised tomorrow. If he is the limiting factor and just doesn't want to travel, period, find a few girlfriends to go away with. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, Get a couple girlfriends to go away with. (laughs) Exactly that, yeah. (laughs) That is Fish's advice. (laughs) That's what he tells Alicia. (laughs) Lucky for him, she likes to travel, though. Yeah, go get yourself a new boyfriend or something (laughs) to go there. Sometimes there's trips like we, she loves going to Mexico. I've gone a ton of times to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate. It was just because of the gig. We used to do these Connie and Fish trips when Connie was still with us. So I've gone to Mexico a bunch of times. And I'm like, I've been there, done that. But she likes to go there, so we go. Yeah. Life is rough. I'm sucking it up as I'm sucking down unlimited beverages at the bar. At your resort. (laughs) I mean, come on, brother. Like, seriously? You could go see some cool stuff in our world, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Christine, more or less, you'd get a divorce. Yes. (laughs) No, I, 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 no, don't get a divorce. I do think people have... Are are on a, on the same page as far as what the click of six is saying. Plan this trip, 
yeah. and then present it to him. We did get a message from a woman who said she's she was in the same situation. She said, my husband isn't a traveler, and for years we didn't go anywhere out of state. But now if I want us to go on a trip, I just tell him I'm planning a trip for us to go to insert location, and, and he goes along with he it. He probably rolls his eyes. Ah, yeah. okay, Barb. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Barb. Wow, Barb. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Oh, man, I have so much I want to share with you. It's so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to this housekeeper first, though. Uh, Three men. This is in sports, actually. Three men and a woman were arrested at a hotel in Denver with rifles, ammunition, and body armor. Major League Baseball all-star festivities are in full swing, and authorities think suspects may have been planning a Las Vegas-style shooting from their eighth floor room. What? Yeah, but thanks to this housekeeper. It looked like National Guard members like ran through the lobby, went down into the garage, we presume, and then like brought out mail in handcuffs. Heavily armed, walked right out of the elevator. We got back probably three hours later. Definitely was worse, it seemed. There was actually like a whole group of policemen out front, crime scene unit. So our balcony faces directly towards Coors Field. There's no building in between. You just the balcony, you can see straight across to Coors Field. You know, I think of things like the Vegas shooting, like that's where my mind went actually. So thank you to whoever reported what they saw because they could have circumvented a catastrophe. Hey, that was reported by a wow. housekeeper. Yeah, this housekeeper actually, uh, police by the way, confiscated confiscated 16 rifles, more than a thousand rounds of ammo and body armor. So it's not looking, obviously it was Obviously, uh, they were trying for something major. And this was in Denver, by the way, in case you're just new to the party. Housekeeper noticed all the stuff in the room. Said, Good know. for her for reporting yeah, it. Insane. Yeah, and I haven't seen her name. I'm hoping they don't release her name. I mean, you know, we are on the app and we are worldwide, but, you know, I, I wouldn't say her name if I saw it anyway because I think she should remain anonymous unless she wants to be yeah. praised. Hotel room is near Coors Field. Everybody's okay. One of the suspects already posted a message on Facebook recently saying he was uh, planning to, quote, quote, go out in a big way. You know, a lot of these, like... Bushes? Yes, we'll call them bushes who do these things or or shootings or whatever it is. A lot of them leave social media clues. Like, if you see something that just doesn't feel right, report it. Hamburger. Even if it's nothing, report it. Hamburger. Mm -hmm. I can't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's just... And, and wherever that guy's brain is, or the suspect's brain is, I mean, I don't. I'm assuming it's. They said it was a guy, but it might have been a woman for you know whatever. Uh, but whatever they, wherever their brain is, uh, if you're ever in that place, you immediately should just go get help. Yeah. You should just immediately go talk to somebody and say something's wrong with me. Yeah. You know, please help me. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. And well, that's again, if you hear about it, there could have been another Vegas style mass shooting in Denver, but thanks to the housekeeper, because these guys left all their stuff out. Yeah. I, it's like, to me, it's almost like they wanted to get caught. Yeah, I mean, if you're planning something like that, you like wouldn't just... you would think. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't want to, like, get, lay out a map on that, but I because I was yeah. thinking... But it's like, you know, the, the housekeeper saw the stuff when she cleaned your, your room. Okay, anyway, let's move on to something a little bit more happy, shall we? The most money ever paid... For a video game, fetched over 1.5 million this past weekend. Wow! I never before opened, never before, oh, never opened, 9.8 graded cartridge of Nintendo's classic Super Mario 64 set the record. 
Here's the end of the bidding. Fair warning, at 1.35, are you sure? Last call, <laughs> at 1.35, and we're going to sell at 1.3 million. Wow. Yeah, now that is, uh, they say 1.3 1. is the winning bid, but all of the sources, uh, link, source links say the final price was 1.56. So maybe the 1.3 said no, and they, they upped it, I don't know. But $1.56 million. For a insane. video yeah. game. That you didn't open. That's uh, uh, now, yeah. now I wonder if if they're going to leave it unopened. Or oh, if... yeah, of course. Oh, of course <laughs> I mean, you it. can go buy that game specifically at a used game store yeah. for $5. No, no, they should open it because that'd be funny. They should open like they should open it during a fight. If it's like, for example, <laughs> when the wife, the, the let's say a guy bought it. Guy brings it home to his wife, the video game. Bought it. How was honey? Would you buy? Oh my God! Would you pay for this the, the auction in Dallas? Would you pay? One point five six million. All right. Then yeah, honey, I'm tired. I gotta go take a nap. You wake up and you hear Mario being played. <laughs> <laughs> and you go out there and you're like, "What are you doing?" Well, you paid one point five six million. I thought I'd play it. I just spent. I set up the Nintendo and everything. I thought we'd play it together. That is crazy. You 1. opened 5. the game. We never do anything together. Well, of course I open the game. Like, I can hear the fight. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> can you imagine having that type of money? Oh, my no. God. Uh, it's unbelievable. Gaga requested Mix 95.7. Let's do a little game I like to call, Would You Put This in Your Mouth? Uh, I think Christine's answer is a no-brainer. Yes. I want to vomit at the thought of it. It's a new trend. Have you guys heard of Snickles? Snickles? Snickles. Is it Snicker? No. Yeah, I was like, Skittles? is it Snickles? Snickers and Skittles? Snickles are when you take a pickle. Okay. You slice it in half. Mm-hmm. And then you put it on each side of a Snickers bar. Ooh. And there's a photo of it right in front of you, Christine and Steve. You should be able to see it. And you're a pickle person. I love pickles, but that looks disgusting. So Steve? the Snickle went viral in 2018. This isn't the first time around. Uh, Snickers even did a video about it back in the day. But here are some people trying some Snickles. No, I can't taste this. That's just that's just not happening. No way. Oh, oh nasty. The worst part was smelling it while I was chewing it. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah, would you put that in your mouth? I wouldn't. A Snickle? Even though I love pickles. And you like Snickers. I mean, I can do without a Snickers. <gasps> One of the best candy bars on the planet. I'm, They're better in the freezer. I'm thinking, okay, so if I freeze your Snickle, will you do it? <laughs> <laughs> will you, will you it do would that? add an even more crunch factor to it. I am not a pickle. So I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm just not. To me, it's nasty. That's just gross. Pickles and chocolate? See, I hate pickles, but I would try this because I like pickles in weird situations. Like, I like huh. the, the pickle where it's, like, wrapped in, uh, um, <laughs> with, with cream cheese wrapped in, like, salami or, or some I, other kind of wait, wait, wait. deli meat. Can we just Yeah, I like yeah. pickles in Stop. weird situations. Rewind. Yeah. yeah. Can we weird, weird fooding food, food situations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And some other situations nope. that oh, are, are not fish. good for radio. Nope, nope. <laughs> so we just got back from vacation, and uh, a lot happened in the world. A lot of things. 
So uh, there's a thing that we do called fuzzies with fish. And so many fuzzies. And one of them, did you watch America's Got Talent last week? Last week, no, I missed it. Oh, then you're about to get, your fuzz is about to get all ease. Really? Yeah. Is that right? You're about to get fuzzed. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a big, we should Hollywood that. Hollywood that. You're about to get fuzzed. <laughs> Cheesy voice. Here we go. And now, a sensitive moment with fish. Yeah, the people think I don't know what uh, people like as far as sensitivity goes. Well, the people don't realize that the Ginger Ninja's been around for quite some time. So even though I don't have kids, when I saw this video, and more importantly heard this audio, of a three-year-old girl trying to convince her dad that she has a boyfriend. Steve, how old is your daughter? Uh, she's three. Mm. Mm. Uh, trying to convince her dad that she has a boyfriend. Uh, it's super cute. Ava, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh. You, don't, you don't have a boyfriend. Is he cute? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, this is Ava's dad. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Is that him? Yeah. I don't like him. But I love you, Dad. I love you, Joe. But not your boyfriend. <laughs> 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 is that a day you're excited for, Steve? Oh, I'm super excited. Mm, not like yeah. when she's 15 and she's like, Here's my boyfriend. He just picked me up. He's, he's here home from the summer from college. I'm not saying that. <laughs> wow. Oh. That would be a whole other problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm saying just in general. Come on. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah, Don't I mean, wanna... I think that would be cute. Yeah, that, the, the three-year-old with a boyfriend is a lot cuter than, let's say, a 15-year-old with a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. On the flip, uh, when you uh, actually, uh, this babysitter, uh, another speaking of kids, uh, she's going to sing Part of Your World from Disney's Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Her video's gone viral right now because uh, just imagine this woman singing to your kid as she was the baby. And you come home and she's babysitting your kids. Once it my turn, wouldn't I love, love to enjoy the children wow. of That's a babysitter. Wow. What is she doing babysitting and not on America's Got Talent? <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. And that's actually where we're about to go. But I do want to point something out. Have you guys ever dated someone with a voice that good? No, Male no. or female? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I have. It's all fun and games. Till you're deep in the relationship. Because are they constantly singing? They're constantly singing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Even conversations, they're prob probably singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like you could just be talking to them and you'll be, or you'll just be driving and they just constantly, constantly, constantly. <laughs> I could see how that would be super Especially annoying. Especially if you go on a road trip from like Omaha to Florida to go oh. see your parents' condo. It was not Connie. Oh, say, is this Connie? <laughs> no, I, I, there was other women. I mean, I, I did, when I was with Connie, I was with some other women. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the real singers now. This this one got me, man. This one gave me the fuzzies today as we do fuzzies with fish. Uh, this is a man whose wife died. He's going to be on America's Got Talent. Uh, and his wife died in a very public, not, not public, but publicly known helicopter crash. January 26th of 2020, I lost my wife. Oh, no. oh. 
in the same helicopter crash that killed Kobe Bryant. And you coming back to me is against all odds, and that's what I've got to face. Your wife is always here, and that is her legacy. You are her legacy. This moment is her legacy. And on behalf of your wife and everybody in America, I'd like to give you your first yes. Thank you. Certain. The audience, along with me, want to give you your fourth yes. Now that is Matt Masur, who passed, whose wife passed away. She died in the same helicopter crash that killed basketball legend, basketball great Kobe Bryant. Did America's Got Talent just then give you the fuzzies? It did. I was going to say, it actually gave me the chills. Good. The hair I lasered off my arm is sticking up. <laughs> Wait, what? Why does she have to That's how make chilly it about I that? am. Why do you have to make it about that? <laughs> mm. Just oh to my prove God. how much of the chilies For I got. For those of you having a moment right now, please know if the lasers weren't invented, Steve, <laughs> I would look like Chewbacca from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Christine's in the studio. (laughs) Seriously, Christine would never drown because all you'd have to do is look for the hair spot in the water. So funny. Okay. Well, so it did give you the chilies. It definitely gave me the chilies. I felt that fuzzy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. I got buzzed. Was a sensitive moment with fish. Way to ruin the sensitivity, Christine. We are back in studio, and it's all about. The text question of the day. It is, and the question is, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home or your apartment? So I found uh, Connie and I uh, lived in an apartment. Many We lost Connie earlier this year to cancer, and Connie and I uh, found a bunch of roaches in ours, and that, was, that wasn't fun. Steve found a, found a weird, creepy room with a bunch of jars, and he didn't smell them, and it, it really bothers us. didn't smell those jars, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's weird. How many jars were they there in the weird, creepy, dusty... Spider web Probably room. close to 100. And you didn't smell one? Not one. a single one. Did your friends? No one smelled any. Oh. <laughs> and Lame. it's you. Like, how could they not be? And it's Steve, so you know he's like... I know. I'm surprised. Getting all baked like cookies in an oven and not trying... <laughs> not smelling random jars. I totally guys. would go down there. Christine found bullets in a lampshade. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Did you smell them? I didn't smell the bullets. <laughs> weird. I would <laughs> totally smell, smell them. <laughs> I think we should all go smell something unique today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you ever found in your apartment or home? I went to do laundry, and there was a chicken in the laundry basket. It was a live one. Okay. That's so odd. That is odd. <laughs> a pair of boxers wrapped around a broken pipe in the basement. My father-in-law's way of, quote, fixing it. I love it. <laughs> uh, weirdest thing we found in our home was a skeleton LOL in the cupboard. Uh, Why is there an LOL with that? Like, is it, it doesn't go I, on I to... asked her, I was like, uh, was it a human one? Was it real? She said it wasn't a real one, but it was still weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. A live bat. My cat was playing with it when I thought it was a leaf. It was gross. Oh, no thanks. Are you afraid of bats? Uh, I mean, I feel like if I saw one in my home, I definitely would be. All right, you want to try <laughs> something here real quick? No. This will be fun. You want to try something fun? Does it involve scaring me? No. Close your eyes. Okay. 
foot peeking. <laughs> Imagine you're outside and you hear. I can't do a good bat, actually. Steve, can you do a good bat? Let me make it a little bit more flippy. Flappy. <laughs> Steve, your mouth. <laughs> 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 it flew on me. <laughs> I just snuck over and rubbed Christine. Uh-huh. I know, that was a very forward bat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Like, why is that bat on your chest? <laughs> no, right. no, the bat stuck in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> come back, bat. Come back. I want the bat to come back. Oh. All right, let's go into the top five ish. Today's text question of the day is, is definitely a fun one. And there are a ton of answers. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home or apartment? Uh, sounds like a weird joke, but uh, someone wrote, my friend came home and went to go to the bathroom and found a squirrel in the toilet. That's terrifying. Hmm. That's a weird thing to find in your toilet. Somebody said uh, when we moved into our house uh, like six years ago, there was a plastic, I don't know why you would have a plastic eggplant, <laughs> but there was a plastic eggplant under the furnace. Huh. Yeah, well, I mean, there was an, it's an emoji. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we were afraid to touch it. We just moved into the house, but left it for the new owners. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. We have in our house, it, it, there's like a little screened-in porch area, and there was hanging the ugliest rabbit head Ew. ever. It's like a wood-carved rabbit head, and it's it's so ugly. And we were gonna take it down and replace it with something cool, and we never found the cool thing. Now we're hooked on it, and we're going to leave it, and we flip it. <laughs> it's so weird. A snake in the bathtub somehow came through the pipes. Alicia would move. Oh, she's I terrified would move of in snakes. a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, no, she'd be gone. Uh, the previous owner painted rugs on the floor like literal paint and made it look like rugs. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that, is that weird? Such a weird answer for the text question of the day. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home? Okay, let's go to, uh, just based on time constraints, number two. Guys, this isn't exactly in the house. There was a patch of ground in the front yard that grass would not grow very well on. So one day, my husband got a shovel and started digging a bit. Uh He hit something hard. After more digging, because he kept digging around the hard thing, he realized it was a tombstone. What? I started freaking out, wondering if the guy was there. Turns out stuff like that ends up in a fill. Who knew? I managed to track the guy down. They replaced the stone at some point, and this one ended up in the dirt fill in our yard. It was creepy. That's super creepy. Uh, And then someone for number one. Steve, throw me a warning pig. Christine, you're going to have to explain this one to me after I say it, okay? Why? Because I'm very confused about what it is. Maybe it's a typo. Number one. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home? My ex's mistress. Is that a maybe they meant mattress? I yeah, don't understand. That's it. No, Is I'm that pretty sure they, they meant mistress. I don't understand what they mean by that. Like that was <laughs> Their so, side piece. Come on. Oh, a mistress is a side piece? Uh-huh. It's a fancy word for it, Fish. It is. Yeah. It is? Mm-hmm. Can you draw me a diaphragm of this? Because I really don't understand. <laughs> yes, I can. Okay, thank you, Steve. <laughs> Christine's all like starting to draw already. It's, yeah. okay. We'll get that. Thanks, guys, for your answers. You guys, are you Christine, you're an iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an iPhone. You're an iPhone. Which... I am also an iPhone. All right, so we're all an iPhone. So we all are familiar with Siri. Yes. So uh, a guy uh, failed his final exams, and he asked Siri to cheer him up a little bit. Right? Here's what he, what she did. 
I love this. Hey Siri, I failed my final exams. Can you tell me a joke to cheer me up? What's the difference between you and your grandma? What? Your grandma passed. <laughs> that's real, wow, that's, wow. Yeah. Siri is brutal. That's like as bad as Steve off the air when he talks about my mother who passed away years ago. Yeah, I always do blue jokes like that. Yeah, like the blue means like very inappropriate. Yeah, jokes. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. He'll, he'll always say he'll be wow. like, wow. Hey, what's the difference between uh, Fish, did you fail that corporate exam with HR again? And I'll be like, yeah. What's the difference between you and your mom and the test? <laughs> yeah, or I'll be like, knock, knock. Who's there? Not your mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Christine, what was the text question of the day today? What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your home or apartment? And, Marty, you actually found a skeleton, correct? We did. Okay. I... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead and tell us the story, Marty. <laughs> okay, so... We bought a house in Arizona probably about 25 years ago, and it was five years old. So my ex-husband was taking everything apart, and I was actually helping him. And he got to the countertop, and he took the countertop off, and there was a skeleton. Like, uh, so course, this I, is a human skeleton, correct? No. We didn't know that until after I called the police. And there's an undercover cop that lives across the street from us. Okay. So once everyone came over and they investigated and everything, we realized someone played a joke on us. So, I, I think that's brilliant. That is. <laughs> Who so played the joke? I. It wasn't a joke to me because I was scared to death. I, oh, yeah. I was thinking, God, maybe we should sell. I just want to keep it. So my interior decorator came in and he said, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Let's keep it. But we're going to dress it and we're going to put it handcuffed on him. Wow. He, he, he did. But when he said we're going to keep it, I didn't realize what he was doing. And when I came back the next day and I looked and I saw the clothes and I saw the handcuffs, I was Screaming again because I thought it came alive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I was so scared. Marty, so I never. That's amazing. I, ne I never used that side of the countertop. Never. I just was so scared. And he, my, my interior decorator said, I played a joke on you. We're leaving it. So guess what? I sold the house three years ago, even though I live in Michigan. And I totally forgot about it, about the skeleton. Oh, no. And, oh, yeah. And just over the weekend, I got a text from my realtor and said they found skeletons. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So, so were the handcuffs still I, on the skeleton? I thought for sure I was going to be put in jail or something. No. Or, so I text my interior decorator and i said you're gonna be in trouble because i'm not giving back the house money oh no i know <laughs> yeah screw that anyway marty quick question for you here real quick were the handcuffs still on the skeleton or did you and your ex i was wondering the take same. the handcuffs off no. No. and i knew you would ask that why would you no. think I, would you <laughs> I think that's good you know the show you ready to get funky
and Big Show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is Fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 